dude. Party, party, second party. Jack Daniels fucking <laughs> saxophone. There's some gold getting dropped There's in these walls, man. It's going to be a big it's going to be a big week next week. Yeah. We're launching our second podcast again. Yeah. You know, great set. RIP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh starting a hometown month, dude. It's going to be a good Right. Well, let, how you doing, Jared? You're doing good. <sighs> I'm doing fantastic, amigo. How are you? I'm doing very well. Fixing to be a lot better, better man. Be a lot cooler if you did, man. Um, we got fair warning about the launch. Second yes. podcast. Matter of fact, by the time you're listening to this, it's already oh, going to yeah. be the end of the... We're closing out Hometown Heroes Month right here with the Melvins. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, by the time you're hearing this... Um, we might be a couple episodes deep already. We're launching everything on the first of the yes, year. Sir. Happy New Year's, by the way. We, we didn't Year's. say we didn't. We didn't because we we're we're way ahead. We're recording in the we're in the ahead. Past. There's things that are behind. Some missives we're sending into the future. Man, thank you for listening. If you're still here, because we got some cool shit. Fair warning is just chronological Van Hay Van Halen talk. That's right. <laughs> Chronological. That's what, That's what it says in the details when you click on it. Chronological VH talk. Oh, good. I'm glad no. we're, we haven't lost our sense of humor. Yes. And then uh, what, what else? Augie uh, Pagan. Fucking A. Killing it. El Just dropping comedy gold. Comedy gold. Yes. And Stone Cold Facts. Uh, he is a Van Halen nerd par excellence, and I, it takes one to know one. So if you are one as well, Tune in. It's called Fair Warning. You get on Spotify. I know you get it on Spotify. There's Google Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Now the commercials are done. Yeah. The fucking Melvins, Chris. Like, we're rounding out. We've we've had a great hometown hero January. It's felt good. Kicked it off with a little uh, Soundgarden. Yeah. We got a little drunk talking about Soundgarden. We did. Um and we, we were we you know, were young. We, we were, were excited. much younger then. We were a month younger then, or three weeks. It's like a year ago. Uh, on paper. Yeah. And I just I don't usually like to say let people know how the sausage gets made and stuff, but I will say A lot of grinding. If you, if you heard that <laughs> A lot of grinding and a whole and bunch you listened of pork. to that and it was like the standard one hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Just know that I hacked almost two hours out of that. <laughs> that was a lot. Because your boys got drunk and like to tell stories. We do. That we've told before. We, we might have treaded over some familiar you, territory. You, dear listener, have been saved the trouble. <laughs> well, who'd we follow up Merry with? Merry Christmas. Pearl Jam. Obviously, we, we covered a little bit of uh, of what was... Talk about how the, uh, you know, how the sausage gets made. That one we we explored a little bit of what was in the scene around that time. Yeah, started connecting some dots. Then we get to Nirvana. They got uh they they did well for themselves. There's a dot to connect here to Nirvana. Tell me about Nirvana it. and the and the Melvins. Well, they're from uh, where are the Melvins. They're from down that way. Sounds like a kids book. <laughs> Where's Melvin from? Nirvana and the Melvins. Uh, Nirvana being from uh what do we say? Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Thank you. That's roundabout. They're from like, uh, was it tonight? Oh, shit. It's one of them little shitty towns outside of uh, Tenino. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, Is that right? It feels like it's in Canada. I don't know. Yeah. Tenino? Anyway. Sounds Italian. Who's that in the Riviera? If you. (laughs) Fragile. If uh, you think uh, Aberdeen was a small, out of the way town, where the Melvins come from, they wish. Yeah. Um, but 
the biggest, closest town they had was Aberdeen, which is where, and they would practice in, in their drummer's parents' house, which was in Aberdeen. So they got to know the guys from Nirvana. 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 And actually. Ain't that how a band forms? Is yeah, the they shared a drummer. Company. They shared a drummer. Drummer played on their demos and part of Bleach. I guess, as it turns out. Okay, all right. So, um, and Buzz uh, kind of took Kurt under his wing a little bit. Buzz Osborne, lead singer, guitarist for yeah. the Melvins. Um, yeah, so there's connection here. These guys, this is this album. This is their second album. Came out December thirty first, nineteen eighty eight. So here we are, right in that same zone we've been in with uh, uh, Louder Than Love. This is yeah, yeah. right in that zone. A little, little bit, a couple of, months before. There's a lot of overlap where these bands are forming, where they're getting, they're doing their second album. That was amazing, Jared. What I just Did saw. I, I, I wish I had a fucking drop for you, almost swallowing that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> cannonball, cannonball coming. Um, what do you call it? Ozma, Ozma, which is from the Wizard Oz. of Oz. Yeah, man. From the from the, from the scriptures, yeah. Let me take this for a second. You get your shit you together, Ozma. From the scriptures, the <laughs> the books about the Wizard of Oz when it all got weird over there. Yeah. And uh, this is Princess Ozma. I don't know if they were fans or where that came from. I don't know why they decided to pull from that, but that was a cool little piece, a little piece of trivia there. Yeah, um, they're into weird things. They're into weird things. Another <laughs> another piece of trivia: uh, Buzz's hair. It's a wig. Um, Shut up. Yep. All the time? No, I'm lying about that. Okay. You think I don't know the law? I was going to say, he, he, bought a, he bought a gray one a few years you got, back. You got a good one. Good, <laughs> say if you're going to wear a wig, old. let's just not. I mean, it's almost white. He's got like wizard white. Let me, do, you don't often see a wizard white fro. No, that it's is, hard that to come is, by. That's, a, that's a, uh, it's an albino tiger. That's... Nothing? All right. All right, we'll try to keep that kind of bullshit out of um, here. Oh, you, dude. This okay. is the first album that Lori Black plays on. She's playing bass. Lori Black. The Lorax is what they would call her. Do you know that? No, I didn't Lorax. Know that. Oh, man. Just... That's not even the most interesting thing about her, Chris. Are you going to talk about who replaced her on bass a number of years later? I'm going to talk about... You know who her mother is? No. Shirley Temple Black. What? Shirley Temple's her mom, dude, and she's the bass player for the Melvins. That's not, not since Soupy Sales Kids backed up fucking Iggy Pop. This, <laughs> you think I made that up? That's insane. That's a great yes, sentence. This is Shirley Temple's daughter on the bass that you're going to be listening to tonight. Holy shit. Because it's a weird fucking world. It's a weird world, and uh, part of it is the producer of this. How do you pronounce it? Mark Dutrum? I said Dutrum, yeah. I'm I'm going with Dutrum. Yeah. Um, basically, Lori and Mark have a history together, working together and such. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Mark introduces Lori to Buzz. Lori's now playing. I was say heroin, but no. no. Playing in the second album, and then about five years later, Dutrum's in now. Dutrum is like he plays like once they went major label. Pretty yeah. much yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 90s, like 94 in there, well, 93, 94, yeah, yeah. he was their bass player. Like all those big major label albums that you think about, like Stoner Witch and uh, Houdini, Houdini, which I listened to a lot today. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's 
That's Dutrum. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's they, they, uh, Mark Dutrum. Dutrum did pretty good because, like, um, unlike any of the other bands that we listen to, these guys stick to short song structure. Yeah. Uh, at least on this album. They and branch out. It's a, That's it, the cool thing about their catalog. Yes. They get easily bored with shit, so they'll move on. I mean, they are always going to be the Melvins, and there's certain hallmarks of the Melvin sound. Yes, for sure. And I... I'll yeah, do that just a keep more punching times. it. Um, but they would, they would do, they would branch out. I couldn't find a lot in the way of like his production experience either. <laughs> when I was trying to do a little research on yeah. this guy. He had done some uh, accompanying soundtracks to some art installations. So we're dealing with a, a an artiste, capital A, silent E, artiste yeah. here. And of course, that fits for the Melmans. They just moved to San Francisco. Yep. Because Buzzo's girlfriend had moved down there. And oh, in one of the harshest fucking fire. <laughs> this is the worst. And I've pulled this maneuver. They had another bass player before this. Uh, and that uh, I'm going to tell you his name. Anyway, they disbanded in 87, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Melvin's decided to throw it in. They're like, yeah. Um, he says, I'm going to move down to, uh, I'm going to move down to San Francisco. So my girlfriend is, has moved down there and uh, it's Matt Lucan, by the way, <laughs> how do I forget Matt Lucan? Pearl Jam wrote a song about him. My name is Lucan. Lucan. <laughs> you know that it's on uh, yield. Maybe Luke, it's called Lucan L U K I. And it's this. about, yeah, I it's about Lucan. Uh, cause, uh, Eddie Vedder had a stalker there for a while. And so he would go hang out at, at Jeff Lucan's house. No and shit. he just wrote this song about how his house was like a haven, like a getaway. Haven. Yeah. Um, and he would. When he I'm spooking, I go to Lucan's. Lucan was fine. He went on to form Mud <laughs> Honey. Lucan was fine. He went on to be a, <laughs> a founding member of Mud Honey. Right. So he's okay. Right. Again, a little bit of bleed over. But, a lot of well, oh, that's the whole point of this. What this I was whole saying, month though, is there's they, a lot of bleed over. We're just trying to illuminate, you know, just shine some light yes. on some of it that maybe you didn't know. But here was the cold blooded part. I forgot to get around to cold the point blooded. of the story. Yeah. They said we're disbanding. I'm moving to San Francisco. Well, the drummer moved down there too, and they just ended up reforming the band in San Francisco and they did not invite Lucan. <laughs> um, that'd make you want to start mud honey, I guess. That is a that is a um a really, it, it's a, it's a good move. Rick Rubin did it with jumpsuits uh, to Kate yeah. Schnackenberg, and uh, <laughs> Lupin got it. Uh, Lugan, yeah, Spooken Lucan. Think I've fired he got maybe it by half a dozen band members in my time. How do you get to fire people from a band anyway? I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody owns anyway. Dude, I, I fired these. That maneuver, I, though. I fired these three dudes from my band once. <laughs> yes, you did. You fired the whole band. <laughs> but I had it was an endorsement from the fucking singer. You want to know something? Yeah, yeah it was. It was yeah. the first time I ever got fired from a band, though. I'm glad to be your You're first, welcome. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but I've used that move, like ah, we're breaking up, and then we just get together, back together again. Is somebody ain't there? Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> That's a little close to home. Dude, well, let's fucking kick this off. Let's I mean, we can it. rip through this album. There's a bunch of tracks, but it's not that long. Hold on. Let me... Did we hit everybody? No, we didn't. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about the drummer. drummer. And this is this is a drum-heavy album. If if, it, if an instrument's going to shine on this album, I'm going I'm going drums. Dale Crover, who has been... Dale. He's been there through, like... This is maybe his first one. But 
he he's on all the rest of them. Yeah, like don't worry about Dale. Yeah, he's just like it. Buzz. It's it, it's Buzz and Dale. It's kind of Buzz and Dale. Yeah, and they would do so much interesting shit because at this time it's like they're doing this, and maybe they're influenced by like Black Flag and Sabbath, but in the meantime, like Mr. Bungle. Yeah, around San Francisco is doing this, and it's funny because him and Mike would end up doing Phantomos together. It's a very no tight shit. web who, that's getting who played in Phantomos with Mike. Uh, Buzzo. No shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. I and, did not know that. Um, Mike's label Ipecac would end up putting out <laughs> all these records. Not all. Well, they started reissuing old Melvin's records. You know what you drink to make you throw up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that about right? Is that, is that on brand enough? <laughs> totally. Yes. Um, guy's been a grumpy old man since he was <laughs> twenty. Love him. Anyway, that's everybody. That's the personnel we gave you. The producer, <laughs> the guys that played. If you got your boxes, check them off because we are over here. Joshua Roberts helped out with the uh, engineering. Plugged in some cables. It's very important work. Yeah, it's good. It's like a gaffer. And uh, you got so a gaff. You got to have a good gaff. Got to. Dude, bad shit doesn't happen with good gaffers. Nah. So, track one that we're going to get into here. Vile. I'm just wondering how you're going to step on all the fucking posts oh, with, these, with this band. It's, it's, it's going to be tough, dude. It's going to be tough, but I can do it. <laughs> Don't fucking doubt me. Spin it up. Already classic, dude. That machine startup it's thing. It's like the THX. <laughs> <laughs> Some bass tones coming through right there. Crover. Those drums feel like they're just a little step back. They're heavy. They're big. And From maybe, a distance. Yeah, maybe at the time you couldn't just grab all of that tonal of fucking butter. You could tell he's smacking the shit out of him, though, just from the... He's a baseball batter. He's a big <laughs> yes. stick. He plays with two turkey legs. And now they like got a two king drum- back there. And then they then they hire big business, however many years oh, later, so that they have two drummers. It's one of the best it's shows. It's ridiculous. I saw I saw big business at the show box. I think I said that on the last episode. And the one no, before. you didn't mention that one. But I was there too. I just didn't have the access you did. <laughs> I went by myself one night though. <laughs> but I did that. <laughs> that was cool. That night was cool. All right. Immediately, you just saw Nirvana play at the Central, and and you heard Pearl Jam was getting out of town, and Soundgarden was gonna fucking be at Doc Maynard's <laughs> a week from now, and you're seeing yeah. these guys at fucking what was it J and M Cafe? <laughs> oh my God, it's the soundscape is nuts, but they are setting themselves apart, and I, and I don't think oh. on purpose. It's not like we got to sound different than these guys. They're they, all trying they to form out, right they now. They were born that way, like Baby yeah. Gaga. Baby yeah, right? Gaga. You did well, say she that. was born as a baby Gaga, in yeah, my defense. I'm, I'm from here on out, Go fuck yourself, Chris. No, from here on out, she's baby Gaga. I like that so much better than Lady. 
I like the your baby Jesus better. Yeah. You can pray to whatever Jesus you want. The adult Jesus if you want. Bearded and, uh, Jesus. I like praying to the baby Jesus. My Gaga. Baby. <laughs> Seen that on Twitter this week. Like, my beasties, boys. <laughs> or, you know, it's like uh, my my Skinnerd, Leonard, you know? Yeah. Uh, then some, and then I think uh, somebody was a wiseacre. Oh, David Bowie's kid, Duncan. He said, my the, the. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. cheeky. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Cheeky. Cheeky like uh, Buzzo's a little cheeky too. And those vocals and his singing style, it's kind of a little... Well, not for everybody, but it's also. He's a big, he's a big Kiss fan. He's a big Kiss fan, and exactly. I don't know if you can pick up any uh, between him and uh, oh, the big tall douchebag that plays the bass. Yeah, Gene. Gene. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of Gene in him in, his, in his vocal they performance on extended versions of this album and stuff. They cover Kiss. I don't know if it's on the one we're listening there's to. A, there is. is it on this there's an instrumental Kiss cover. Yeah. Um, there's there's definitely an appreciation for Kiss and his vocal um, stylings are it's put on, you know. But it, it it reminds me a bit of Les Claypool in that it's yeah. not. Pleasant, necessary to listen to, but it totally serves the song. You know, I guess maybe even Tom Petty has that a little bit. You know, <laughs> some of those guys where you're just like, if you had to listen to that all the time, it'd be difficult. <laughs> but, uh, but it's great for this music because obviously they're going, they're playing some of the slowest shit. Yeah, they're not afraid to fuck with timing or weird changes. Um, we're gonna hear this throughout the album. But they are more than anybody we've heard so far. Sludge it up a little bit, yeah. Mire in the mud a little bit, and that's um, where I think we'd said that hardcore or punk is kind of the glue that holds this whole situation together. They're definitely from that, but like when, like in the mid '80s, when Black Flag slowed down, yeah, and yeah. you get like My War or like annihilate this week and like the crazy shit like right before Rollins left they, they did some sludgy shit and I think they're they're vibing off that uh, people say Z uh, Sabbath a lot I mean that's just you're not gonna get around anyone who ever laid a heavy riff down is gonna have to pay that tax yeah for sure but um, it's like saying the Beatles influenced rock and roll but they're slowing it I mean it's just getting so slow and so these, these guys gotta be the heaviest of the crop from around here, like Soundgarden's pretty heavy. Do you do you think that in any of their band meetings, when someone when they had that have a cigar meeting, <laughs> that that have a cigar <laughs> meeting stopped as soon as they walked in? And yeah, as soon like, as they saw, we're not making these guys commercial success. As soon as Buzz's hair entered the room, I mean, yeah. we're talking like, like we can't we can't sideshow Bob, you. yeah, grumpy old sideshow Bob, and he used to like maybe like. Five ten years ago, he was dressing like uh, the people that used to mop up after the Guild Navigator in uh, Dune. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> like the big robe <laughs> with the Nehru collar. Was yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah. Buzz, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's when you try when you have hair like that and a head like that, and you try to make your neck gathered. It's a, it's, it's a strange move. It's a Corgan move. Corgan tried that in his later years. He Whereas, didn't have the hair to balance it out. Though. Funny enough, though. With less hair, his head got bigger. I have no idea how that happened. Are, are we gonna start finding? Are we gonna start finding that? Um, 
there's two paths that a lot of people we've been talking about with with this last pod this this last session these yeah. these these four punk's been coming in so we haven't mentioned this but these guys uh as everybody in the last month but also you too the cure the road leads to two places and is that one fork goes to King Crimson, the other fork goes to Joy Division. Is that what we're gonna find out after a while? Think, like eventually, it's like I think one fork goes to Joy Division, the other fork goes to Black Flag. Okay, okay, with these guys specifically, or you're you're, uh, you're I'm, altering. I'm, I'm, I'm attributing grunge you're to the, the altering black, the agreement. To the black Flag. Um, okay, all right. Part of the tree. Listen, King Crimson has a branch on that tree. Yeah, from one mountain. Many rivers flow. Sure, you know sure, sure. Yeah. Well, this is why we're having a discussion because <laughs> what I'm starting to hear from these guys with the way they started this album, and then the way Tool starts. Okay. Uh, fucking. Yeah, lateralis. <laughs> Ding. You got to chime on that mic. This is um, a nice fancy new mic stands that I, I can't stop hitting. I think Tool listened to these guys oh. a whole hell of a lot. Would be tour mates um, down the road. I think Helmet was, uh, we, you know, we, you know, anyone we who do. wants to be heavy was listening to these guys because they're right. heavy. It was like the, it was like the the secret artists that uh, that you, you just kind of get. Oh fucking! I I listen to that. I can bite some of that, and nobody's gonna have any idea <laughs> where this comes from. It's just obscure enough. Yeah, you could get, and a lot of people thought that, and a lot of people did that. Yes, like, for sure. Oh, they're just obscure enough. We can we can take some of this. We cut a little, a little fat over here, just a little trim a little bit here. And, you know, I guess being influential has its ups and downs. <laughs> you th you think this influence was uh, any part of not putting solos in some of Nirvana songs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And listen to a song like uh, Recess or Floyd the Barber and shit, and you know they're hanging out with the Melvins. Yeah, yeah. But the Melvins, I mean, we talk about influences every week, but I, I feel like this is a band that is more influential than they were influenced. They have influences ooh, like everybody ooh, does. Ooh, 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 ooh. But this is like they're that. like I like that. They're one of the they're one of these like springs, these fountainheads like Joy Division. I think we've we've reached like the mouthwaters of a, you know okay. something. The Delta. The thank you. <laughs> like they're upstream. They're more upstream from they're upstream. Right, right. They're more upstream than mother a lot of motherfuckers than they are. A lot of mother love bones. Of, yes. Yes. <laughs> they're way further upstream than a lot of these bands. That like they are influencing a lot more than they're influenced. As well said, dude. Well said. But let's play another tune because that was it. fucking nice, man. <laughs> Before I say something dumb. Oven. Fuck yeah. Great second track, right? Drowning, 
I'm glad we took a second to just enjoy that because that doesn't happen anywhere else. Nowhere that's else. A, that's only the Melvins are going to give you that. Did you hear just the the amps that were live? <laughs> yes, the, the choked. The, the, yep. You Man, remember earlier when fucking... I was when we were high in the control room and I was like, I think one of my speakers is fucked up because yeah. I was hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, what the fuck? You need you ten need... minutes. They made me waste with you... that piece of engineering who's the engineer fuck you you need you need mark deuteronomy <laughs> to fucking engineer this thing or to fucking produce it just to allow that to happen oh my god that's not that's not big money stuff no that but ain't that ain't that's butch vig enough. going like yeah 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 let's it is that's i imagine he would appreciate it but that is like that's where the extra money goes <laughs> so people 25 years later don't think their speakers are broken yeah <laughs> That Andy Kaufman making your fucking vertical mm-hmm. hold go, go yeah, crazy. Thanks, thanks Buzz. <laughs> that was oven. I mean, just that that section right there. We're just break. Who mm-hmm. does just drums and vocals and vocals that like and room and the most confident. <laughs> listen, he's not. Um, he's not Chris Cornell when it comes to like belting it and like. Um, but he's not tone deaf either. He. Just has this. Del- oh, Frank Black was who I was thinking. Yeah, of. there you go. That's what I couldn't think of earlier. Nice one. That's what I mean. Frank Black is holler cousins as with uh, Lori Black, who's playing <laughs> bass on this. Who is from yeah. this fucking um as yeah, uh, hollering as Chuck <laughs> said on his episode that uh, he could holler. Well, Buzz can holler, man. He's got that same sort of quality. That's, I love what you just said there, man. That's a that's a great comparison. Um, thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Bringing that to mind. Let's keep going. Uh, see, uh, at a crawl. Feedback into Sludge Groove. You kidding me? Yeah. That's great. Because he wasn't letting that feedback get out of control. That was oh, real. No, that was choked in, man. Real. <laughs> that was submissive feedback right there. If I told you this was like practice tapes from uh, from like Metallica, you'd be like, "Oh, word." Yeah, sound check shit. Yeah. Just, oh, dude. There's so many songs that these groups remind me of. This whole album reminds me of so many other songs that I listened to where this came out first. Because they some upstream motherfuckers. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, this is this is on undertow. Mm-hmm. Tool does his groove on undertow. Sure. Oh, and yeah, COC hadn't gone full uh, metal yet either. I think they had think? a couple Melvin's records, just like Soundgarden and everybody who basically followed suit on these guys. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just giving you a second. Are you listening to earbuds? I got your earbuds in. This is for you. They don't let you rest, man. They don't let you rest on your laurels for going like, I see where this part is going. No. They, they have all the familiar hooks, but they give you the taste 
as soon as you get comfortable, they augment it, they change it, they mm-hmm. slow it up, whatever whatever they do to it, it's stupid, still fucking stupid fills, juicy, yeah, stupid little fills <laughs> that could be cheesy in the hands of someone less talented. Yeah, I mean, these you got to say something about these guys. They had a vision from day one. They didn't have to find their sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of, they did sort of hone in on something, but they arrived more fully formed, fully (laughs) formed than a lot of bands do. I mean, I don't think... And they got a lot of albums. Yeah. Like, they just kept making stuff. Yes. These guys, you look at studio albums, it's like 23. Yeah, they (laughs) kept... They got a bunch, man. They kept it going. That was at a crawl. All Which right. uh, describes also the tempo, I, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it, I forget the term when um, the sound is the meaning as well. Mm, like onomatopoeia. I think that's it. Might be it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> uh, put sugar in my coffee, Chris. I never do that. This is a nice studio. Let's cheers our coffee mugs. We have we have our scotch Branded, mugs and coffee Branded mugs. Branded coffee mugs. Right? This is, you know what? This is how we're living. This Yo, we it. out here, man. This is it 2021? We out here. We out here. Yes. In a sweet studio. All day. You ain't. Sweat of our brow. You can't do what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Jared. I do have, before we go into this Say next something. Song, I got a couple. I got, a, I got some questions for you. Oh, shit. As far as trying to group these guys, what's their sound? What, how do you describe it? Well, I've got mm-hmm. some suggestions. <laughs> some genre names? Jared, would you call it uh, Power Slop? <laughs> Oddly, yes. It's, it's a bit Power Slop, right? Yeah. Are these guys the Lone Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> would you call it uh, Grudge Grunge? <laughs> I would call it Grunge Grudge. Actually, I think you get you get it flipped. Flip it. But One yeah, before that. Boom, flip it. How about Chub Rock? Spelled with two B's. Chub Rock was a rapper from the '80s. You man, was he? Yeah, I think he listened to the Melvins. Okay, um, <laughs> Thrash Mash. You got, it doesn't get. There's it, no thrash. It, the, the, the tempo's wrong. The tempo's see, all wrong. You're you are all wrong. You're, you're on fuego tonight. That's 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 a hundred percent so far. Um, gunk punk. <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, that's gunk um, punk. Some kind of little riff and fro. <laughs> riff and fro. I'm on the fence. Okay, okay. And for the last one, do you think uh, a little chorus Boris? <laughs> Is it Boris? Because there's not a lot of chorus. Boom. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. These guys wouldn't know a hook if it came up and bit him in the ass. <laughs> where they don't even know where it starts, no. where it finishes. That's not the point. No. That's not the tip they're on right now. And I think that's why they have such a devout following. Oh, because they so grassroots as fuck, man. Because guys who can write hooks and bridges and verses and pop songs, listen to these guys. And you get absorbed into the American songbook right there. That's how it happens. Six times throughout every song, you could be like, I could write a hook out of that section. I could (laughs) write a hook out of that section. Exactly. Once again. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away as far as being influential. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Edged. You're in the right. <laughs> that was at a crawl. And uh, these cheeky boys named the next song, Let God Be Your Gardener. 
Saga. What's he doing? Yeah, now it is. Now no, I think it's 6 8. At least the guitar is doing like. Who knows? Give up. <laughs> Listen here. I'm hip to all you motherfuckers that stole this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Woody, Me- Woody Weatherman, Kim Thale, you're on blast. A lot of Kim. Yeah. And why wouldn't you listen? Listen to those harmonics. A little dash of Jello Biafra too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're just checking off all the like the most annoying. <laughs> voices you can have i personally love it i'm down with it you know i'm starting to think that if uh if the brain is black sabbath the solar plexus might be the melvins (laughs) you know it's not doing a lot of thinking for the the body but it is basically where a lot of shit converges it's the bread basket it's the bread basket right there (laughs) at the top of the pops right there (laughs) and stops this they, is these guys got the stops. They would open up for Rush later. Oh, I would like, see that show. Oh, and that had to be like um sorry. We got excited and I let it get into creepy smell. So they would open up for Rush like and you know just after listening to that song, you know they like Rush. Yeah. That that was just that was YYZ played on thirty three on forty five. Yeah. Um, so God, they're standing awesome on the was, side of the stage yeah. watching that fucking oh, show. How great was that point in their lifetime? Oh I'm yeah. Rolling over my headphone cord. I'm rolling over my headphone <laughs> cord. Is that the chair that's gonna quit? Yeah, it is. But I checked it right before. Ooh, and I just pushed it in another quarter inch. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't feel like I've had a lot of coffee today, and if I have a like any sudden excitement Dude, i might blow a tube you know what we should get in this studio a fucking defibrillator that's exactly right <laughs> that's exactly right because <laughs> they are so brainless nowadays your kids can operate them really? and shit. Yeah, i know yeah we got them all over work all over really? work and if you notice you can start with now that you're not going into restaurants and shit like that yeah. but but uh airports there's defibs like every 50 yeah. feet they brought that They're up. Pretty sweet. When we started having kids, we took CPR classes. Yeah. So I'm good oh, as nice. of 2012. Last time I had it, we, we renewed in yeah. 2012. Oh, we good. did one in 2009. Yeah. And I all I know is that staying alive is, is the that, beat yeah. that you got to do, and, and you don't yeah. blow in their face anymore. No. It's all compressions. No. That's that's exactly right, and and get the phone call to 911 as soon as possible. And the defibrillators, they're like, just grab them and pop pop. Yep. You got I got put threatened them, with one of those one you time. You put them right on the nipples. A lot of people don't know that. I, I, yeah. You I partied too hard one time. Even in, if someone just is like having hiccups. In 2002, 
Yeah. I had a little too good of a night, and my heart started going King Krupa beats. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, started playing fucking. <laughs> yeah. And they said, if this doesn't go right by morning, we're going to have to, we're going to shock you, man. And I was like, what? They're like, we're going to, like, we have to shock your heartbeat into doing yeah. it normal style. You spa- it was, and my yeah. diaphragms have spasm. Heart yeah. has spasm. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Luckily, I woke up the next morning, shit had regulated. They gave me drugs. Good, I had good. a little nice rest in the hospital overnight. That'll set you right. Yeah, but funny enough, someone tells you if your heart's acting up, if if you don't calm down and stop your heart acting up, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> You're gonna be like, how the fuck am I gonna calm down? Right. I was, <laughs> I was pretty not calm when this. St- I mean, I was pretty calm when this started. Like that was the problem. <laughs> I got way too calm. Right. And this shit is bumming me out, and it's kind of a buzzkill. Today's like a fucking <laughs> working that ride in a fucking jazz oh, club. Christ. It was about this time of year. It was around Christmas, uh, a couple days after. And yeah. I, I sat up out of bed and had to go do it. Oh, what a night. All right, I know what I'm getting. So, no Christmas defibrillators in the studio. Next I got, year. I got, yeah. That's all getting edited out. Gonna, yeah. All right. <laughs> this, song, this song has. They we're keeping the kiss thing alive, even though they haven't done their their kiss thing yet. But the the intro of this song, I think, is is derived from a, a kiss song that I can't put my finger on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. All right, I creepy forget the title smell. of it, but yeah, great song title by the way. Because what's a creepy smell? I wish this guy would play a little harder. Hard left vocals. Pan hard left. (laughs) See, long before EDM, you had to wait for the bass drop. You had to wait for that drop. Still had to wait for the drop. And Lori's doing a hell of a job on this album. Oh my God. Hitting them drops. Whew. I always like that. They, they, They do the drummer. Fucking Dale does it so good. Oh my god! I, I don't know what it's called. It's, it's kind of like I'm gonna. I always default to triplets, but sure. it's, it's some like you know, it's, it's the bass drum, Tom, fucking Sen- Tom, Sen- Sen- bass floor, one hundred. The The Yeah, listen, he's a talented motherfucker. We gotta get a drummer in there on this one. It's like the song sounds like having like you're having an argument with yourself. <laughs> you're changing your mind, you're getting hard on yourself, you're fucking screaming out a little bit. Yeah, he he just bears a little passing resemblance uh, to uh, uh, the Kiss guy again. What's his name? Gene Gene Simmons. Why? Why I can't recall Gene Simmons' name this evening? I think a little bit of him dies every time you can't remember his name. And, and that's good. That's fine with me. That's good. That's good. I, could, okay, I mean, I don't uh, want the dude to die. Of course. No. Not at my doing. You know what I'm saying? Just relax. Don't come in like that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> While I was busy trying to see where the sides broke up, because these songs are really short. If you noticed, it's it. Yeah, this is uh, it's hard to get one over three minutes, or two minutes. You know, 
it's also one of those albums that if you're not paying attention, you're gonna roll it twice. Yeah, and you and you'd be just fine. Okay. Cool, cool legend, cool. Oh, I'm gonna say cool legend, cool legged, cool legged. Take two. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll do it live. I'll do it live. <laughs> that <laughs> that one survived the cut of the Soundgarden. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll do it live. Um. Cool leg, cool legged. Is it cool legged or cool legged? legged? It's cool with a I'll K, with like, like the cigarette. K, cool with a K. K O O L, legged, cool legged, cool legged, cool legged, Kool Aid. We're going legged. Like in, yeah, Aber- in Aberdeen and in Tulalip, yeah, you're right. You fucking say legged. That's right. Oh shit. Vibrato matters, people. Can I say that? It could be a lost art of the the left hand vibrato, but he's a master of it. songs like this you can really hear the Rollins on them too yeah yeah his voice is a little more emo but when he gets to the he's got a lot of fucking range with that with, right. with, with his voice doing those uh, you know affectations because you know, he doesn't talk like this <laughs> you know <laughs> Apparently Prince had a really deep voice too. Did he? Yeah. That's word on the street. He had like a five octave range. He has a crazy range. He made one record just for dogs. this so now the influencer is becoming the influenced for sure or vice versa oh Rollins listened to the Melvins for sure oh Rollins listened to every fucking thing dude his record collection is bigger than both our studios combined I think the last thing I want to do is have a conversation about music with Henry Rollins Mm. no I'm down for it you could hang let's let's have some coffee let's have some coffee oh I ain't saying shit Hang nothing. Okay. I'm listening. I'll be in the control room. You and Rollins here. We should book them. From your mouth to God's ears. I'll tell them, I'll tell you, any fucking podcast studio Rollins walked into, this one can fucking swing with. Speaking of swinging, we, there's another thing we could do in here. <laughs> and that's how that song ends. Cool. Legged. Which, uh, that, was the, that was the most uh, the, uh, flaggy of them all. Yet. <laughs> You know? Yeah. 
doing a lot of that low mids right there. <laughs> it's almost tough to hear with the guitar. They're fucking right in yeah. there. Right You're going to have like earbuds or a subwoofer yeah. to make that happen. She's coming through. Like that, where everyone's just kind of playing the same. When you do it like that, it's just power trio. That's where dude. the power comes from. Oh, put them, put them on the board, man. You gotta put. This is a tough one because you can't say Ooh, Melvin's. They're top not a full time power trio. No, and and I mean same with Nirvana. You can't say top power trio. Ooh, that smear ruins it. Kind of ruins it, man. Um, but but this is a. It's, they're doing everything that you can pull off of the power trio that you can't with a four piece you yeah know, two guitars it would be it's too thick at that point i mean how, how are you gonna thicken this up <laughs> you know at this stage right. the way they're playing you, they right. figure out a way after a bit two drummers apparently is the answer to that question i don't think they ever got a second guitar player though no but that that two drummers man and they're one's left-handed and one's right-handed so it's like what are they doing there? What? Why? Why? I mean, thankfully, but why? Like, I love it. Good for I them. Love it. <laughs> Somebody has to live out there on the edge, pushing the boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got it. Yeah. This more so than everybody we've heard so far, and yeah. I'm going to say that even with Soundgarden, yeah. because yeah. Soundgarden still had um, they pulled it together enough that you could keep bobbing your head. These guys want to stop you from bobbing your head every now and then. But the, yeah. I don't, I, that's a bad way of putting it, I guess. But uh, they, they, they know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Nobody's done it heavier or slower yet. And we've covered Sabbath. Sabbath is heavy and Sabbath is slow. But I'm sorry. Point. No, we're just fucking Melvins. Yeah, we're poets right now. Agonizer. Let's close out this side of the album. Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. Do you know why? Um, do you know why Prince and Freddie Mercury never did anything? Ah, forget it. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Keep this. Turn this up. Turn this up. He just doesn't give a fuck, man. That's about anything. He's just he's just trying to I don't know who he's trying to impress. Not the mainstream, I guess. So there's that. 
Goddamn. These fucking guys. That high or that ride bell hit was still ringing through. The high. <laughs> I mean, this is played live. They're yeah, they're yeah, in a room yeah, together, tracking fucking this. tracking this lead. And it's awesome. It's perfect for that. It's the power of the trio. It's fucking Mark Deuteronomy is killing it. <laughs> fucking vibrato's ridiculous. The name of the label is Boner. Boner Records. You kidding me? It's all one big dick joke, folks. <laughs> it's like we're living in the Matrix. It's all a joke, man. <sighs> well, there's a lot of shit going around on the, these times. Man. Yeah, we're getting to the halfway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this is right about the time, if you remember when we were talking about 1989. And 1989. Yes. Nine. And I'm going to go ahead and just call this a 1989 album because it came out on New Year's Eve, 1988. So okay. you're not fooling anybody. It was a real strange time on the charts because, as we noticed on the Soundgarden episode, shit is tides are coming in, tides are going out. We got strange bedfellows on the charts here. Yeah. Like. It's just and left turn, right turn. When this album comes out, it is not even close to anywhere I'm listening. This is not a hospitable environment for the Melvins no on idea. the airwaves at this point. Yeah, It's not a hospitable environment for them anywhere. These guys were like a whisper. They were a shadow in, in my musical library. And the closer I got to Seattle <laughs> and the deeper I got into Seattle, the louder it got. They're like... Uh, you watch Velvet Goldmine, they're like Jack Ferry. Yeah. Everybody stole from Jack Ferry. Brilliant. Everybody stole from Jack Ferry. Do you know why Jack Ferry and Freddie Mercury never did a project together? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10 on the album charts that week. The week, the, the, the final week of 1988. Open up and say, ah, by Poison. <laughs> um, Good tune. Good yeah, tune. yeah, yeah. Was this album? That was their album, second right? al- That was their yeah, second yeah. album. We're, I don't want to cover that. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to. Kenny G talking about hometown heroes. <laughs> Kenny G at number nine with uh, not a Christmas album. Silhouette was the name of the album. Kenny mm. G used to be a bad motherfucker on the funk scene and the jazz scene out here. By the way, just so you know. So before you start, I know that. Why would I know that? Before you start being all shitty about Kenny G, I was doing my best impersonation, Jared. I wish you wouldn't get down. I thought you would see it as a tribute, Kenny. Considering you know what the G stands for, you know, giving uh, it a good shot. <laughs> I don't know, man, for jazz. <laughs> Listen, I lost. Kenny G, so got, dope. He spells <clears throat> jazz with a G. I failed out of the. I like to pronounce it G's. Spelling bee in first grade because I spelled jump with a G. Oh. Yeah. Harsh. My first word, jump. I'm like, G-U-M-P, jump. Like confident. Yeah, like yeah. That. You're done. You're out. Sit yeah. down. Problematic. Yeah. Traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys, yeah. man. Number nice. eight. Isn't that nice? With their self-titled album. And you got your Opison. You got your fucking... Dylan, uh, yeah, well, three of them are still alive, so and Kenny only Rogers two. was in there for 30 <laughs> minutes. He was on base, no, he is uncredited, <laughs> uncredited on there. base. 
Oh, Chris, we were listening to this album earlier, number seven, Hysteria, Def Leppard. <laughs> so good. Such a solid. Have we not talked about them in, on this podcast We ever? haven't done their second album. We yet. haven't done their second yeah. We can't agree without Wikipediaing which their second album is because I'm like, it's on through the night, and you're like, it's dry, high and dry. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what And it it's is. just one Google search away, but we can't. Uh, I kind of don't want to find out yet. I just yeah, want to enjoy their whole live, catalog. Live in my ignorance. <laughs> but Hysteria. Not gonna go. Wrong. <laughs> we're gonna put it. We're gonna no matter what. I think we're worried about doing Def Leppard because we're just gonna be like, I, I love it. I love it all. It <laughs> sounds so business It's why perfect. the Beastie Boys one hasn't come out <laughs> right. ever, and it was right. the first one we ever did. It's too much. It's it's we love it too much. Too much. Like just slob on it for three hours. <laughs> Bobby Brown, don't be cruel. The number six. That record was a monster. That was. That was, was junior the, high dance gold right there. Bobby Brown, don't be cr- cruel, parentheses, except to Whitney, <laughs> end of parentheses. Yeah. yeah. That is right about the time he's doing the Ghostbusters 2 song. Yeah. He was large. Yeah. Also large. And uh, no, it was their third album, Bon Jovi, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. I had fallen off Bon Jovi at this point. <sighs> Me too. However, I had come into possession of a guitar book for this album, mm-hmm. and thus it is pretty hardwired into the DNA okay. of my guitar playing yeah. and songwriting structure because it had all the the chords up top. Is that Ricky Sambora? Richie Sambora. Richie. And uh, I could still play that one song. Uh, I guess this time you're leaving. <laughs> What's that song? I know. <laughs> anyway, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll so, tell you what. Slippery when wet. Great debut album. I mean, uh, it's it, not. It's their second album. Is it their second? Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting. I wouldn't shit you, Chris. We're gonna. We're doing that. When we do Jersey July. <laughs> oh yes, you just called it. With the combs in for all four epi- episodes. Oh, a whole month of with the comb for a Jersey whole, July for we're Jersey doing Skid Row. <laughs> We're doing the Bon boss Jovi and Bon Jovi, and I'm not going to tell you the fourth one. But that's going to be the no, wild no, no. card. Yeah, we'll let that. You don't know. Cover. You don't know. You, we don't oh either. So, yeah, there we go. Jersey July. I think we just gave him enough notice. It's it's January now. He's got oh, seven yeah. months to bone up. We're going to rope that one. Put him right on the notice for Jersey July, oh, like shit. number five with Bon Jovi. Number four was Appetite for Destruction. Guns N' Roses, who they were on, they were still on the charts when later in the year when Soundgarden had come out. Yeah, so a little staying power on that record, and I think this one was on that same chart. Cocktail the soundtrack, <laughs> with your Kokomo and your hippie yeah. shake. Yeah, and you. Oh <laughs> boy, Coughlin's Law. Oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, number two, U two. Number two, Rattle and Hum. Oh, yeah. Charles Manson stole this song from the Beals. What are you going to do? We're stealing it back. Good call. Yeah. I'm fucking. <laughs> I can. I'm with you. Bono. Exactly. I'm I with can. you. Oh, okay. There it goes both ways. Yeah. Nita Baker, number one. Oh, when I tell you, giving you the best. I got to say, got. I got to say that the Beatles did it the best. Well, yeah. Second best, Guns N' Roses. They did Helter Skelter? Yeah, I think so. Didn't they? No, Live and Let Die. Living well, they, yeah, their living that die was awesome. Helter Skelter was Motley Crue. Did they? And, and U2 was better than Motley Crue. 
tough one. <laughs> tough one. It's a tough. Not, it's, not for me. No, 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 no. I mean, it's a tough song to cover because yes. there's a lot of feel to that song. There's a lot of approach. And with you the Beatles, to. you're like, what? Where'd you come up with this shit? This is just straight up, like, that's angry and music. That's why they're way upstream, Chris. Dude, Beatles, Beatles are, are way, the, way all the way upstream. They're they're an uncontacted they're like, Amazon. Only Chuck village. Berry and like Little Richard are above them, you know, and maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those guys that yeah are yeah, dead yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, we gave short shrift to Anita Baker, number one, with giving you the best that I got. Good tune. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. That was right. Whatever station my mom would listen to in 1988, 89, that song was all over it. Whatever the adult contemporary hit stations of the late '80s were, that's and I gotta say, those stations were jamming. <laughs> I mean, they they are in they are part of my blood. Oh yeah, those adult contemporary mom, stations, backseat mom music. Yeah, you for listen. Sure. To, you're you're on your mom's time. Yeah, so you're oh, on your yeah, mom's station, boy. and you're gonna you're gonna like it, Let's and soak you, it in. you're gonna listen, and you're gonna Playing like with it. The Queen of Hearts. Ch -ch -ch -ch. No one that it really. Juice fun. Newton. She, we brought her up the other day. Juice Newton. Two of the best words together ever. <laughs> Is she still alive? Can I write her a fan letter? No, you didn't know. Does she? Uh, yeah. Did she do something with Freddie? Well, it was. Uh, oh, I can't on. remember Private Benjamin's name. Uh, why do I got <laughs> Goldie Hawn? Chris. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the? Is there an internet test I can take? I think. <laughs> I think it's starting. Is it? Starting? <laughs> it's starting. I knew this day would come, dude. I'll tell you what. This is where the good stuff. This is when it. This is this is when the, I don't give a this fuck begins. Yeah, yeah. Because before you totally lose your mind, yeah, you're gonna know at some point, maybe starting, that you're losing your mind, mm -hmm. and at some point after you fucking come to terms with that, you're like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Just is, have that, at is it. that why old men just talk shit all the time? Oh God, yeah. It's it's. They're I can't losing wait. their minds. It's going to be the best, uh, dude. We're gonna. We basically are pre-funking, losing our minds with this podcast, and we're set up so we'll be able. To, it's going to be trackable. Yeah, whatever canceling is ten Start years from now. Listening to ourselves. That's <laughs> whatever canceled is in the next decade. Jared, find out. don't worry about that because right. in 1989, there's plenty of shit to worry oh about. Oh, my God. And we had uh, George H.W. Bush becomes a president. Thousand points of light. Stay the course. Oh, Probably shit. my third impersonation was Dana Carvey <laughs> doing George Bush. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, my second impersonation was Dana Carvey doing, I think I did it last time, Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Uh, the X-Men. Listen, I used to drink a lot. <laughs> Exxon Valdez has a spill. Glad you said that because that got edited. <laughs> oh yeah, good. <laughs> See the cream rises. Cream, <laughs> cream rises. rises to the top, man. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tiananmen Square, blah blah blah. Tiananmen Square, blah blah blah. Uncle Buck came out. That helped you fucking relax your mind. Batman. Batman. Say anything. Parenthood. More All importantly, the, the Batman soundtrack. Put the seven oh, inch in the computer. I'll tell mm. you what. I wasn't sure if I liked that soundtrack when the movie first came out mm -hmm. because I didn't know they all they, like how it fit together. Yeah, but there's some shit. absurdness and talent between Tim Burton and Prince and Michael Keaton. And I'm going to throw Jack in there, too. Oh, there's some involved. fresh Jack samples. There's some fresh Jack in there. <laughs> uh, you, this town needs an enema. 
great. Where did you get those wonderful toys? Oh, Bat Dance. Go check it out right after this podcast. Go YouTube Bat Dance. And just know that 1989 actually happened in real life, you guys. If you you weren't there to experience it. (laughs) For real. That shit was real. It it all seems trivial compared to this fucking album. (laughs) Quite honestly. Like, where was their head at? Not where our heads were at in 1989, I'll tell you that much. Good Lord. Should we kick off the second side? Yes. Raise a paw. Blink and you'll miss it. It's a buck fifteen. That's the pan layer. You know, like you can layer with instruments or you can layer with left and right. Or with cake. So this is the song that, in my mind, outed Josh Homme to me as a Elvis <laughs> devotee. I see you, Josh. Very well done, Jared. That fuck yeah, you're right. Everybody, this one, Caius. I see you. No, because Josh was like, he was a touring guitarist for the Screaming Trees for a while, so he was around. He's listening. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Gave. That's it. That's what you get. That was, uh, pretend you hear that. Right at the end, I was talking over him. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, see, you gotta, you gotta look out. These songs just end when you think it's, it's just hitting their stride and like eh, we just perfected it you're done yeah did they play encores i don't know it seems like every one of their songs stops before you want it to and each part does the same thing it's almost like uh you ever do nitrous (laughs) we used to have gasoline oh that's right you're offer yeah how's that going by the way oh it's good i am uh i haven't done it since about 1989 when this record was coming out so dude i'll tell you what a strong huff session with this album we'll get ourselves some big punching balloons thank god that never happened i might i might have been a whole different person today if if i was listening to this back then do you think you need more i was listening to appetite for destruction instead because you know that kept me on the straight and narrow yeah this uh, you couldn't digest this 1989 you and me 1989 i didn't have the vocabulary i didn't have the musical Vocabulary. You didn't have the angst either yet. You, you're about to. Mm. You, you can kind of see it from here. <laughs> but this... we're off gas, Chris. We got angst. We got issues, man. We're 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 oh. running from something. Okay, my mistake. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> let me be clear. So huffing gas can be an escape. Mm. Yeah, for about 15, 20 seconds, like a whippet. I think is where this conversation started. Nitrous hits. Uh, big digression. Yeah. Let's get back to this record, Chris. Let's, let's keep listening. <laughs> Kids, don't have gasoline. Or you'll end up being in your mid-40s having a podcast in your fucking garage like a douche and every other motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the fade in. 
You don't get too many of those. They're like gong hits. One per career. <laughs> Yes, sir. Body count. Helmet. Take a number. Mm. <laughs> when you're practicing this song, where do you take it from? <laughs> I didn't know that he sings it right. That's the ever since my accident is the name of this song, and then, God damn it. <laughs> Crazy double back there on the left. Without getting too uh, caught up in how chunky this music is, there's some great backing vocals. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not on it's not on the same um, approach as Van Halen has. Mm-mm. It's not trying to be sing songy, but it's it's what Soundgarden does really well. Where they're doing that that bass yeah. backup vocal, that that yep. you know, low tone, yeah, kind of growly. These guys kill it with that throughout this whole album. It's subtle, it, and you sad. barely know it, yeah, because yeah. it jumps in and blends in with those <laughs> yeah <laughs> heavy low tones. You guys, they, they, I think they tune down <laughs> a little bit. Those even the drum heads sound like they're just <laughs> they're tight cardboard boxes. Come on. Uh, that song gave me real like uh, DC vibes too, like uh, Shudder to think, like when they get all atonal like that, and they were coming up right around the same time. So yeah. it's like a East Coast, West Coast versions. You know, it's like the Doors and the Velvet Underground, or I'll just keep making yeah, this yeah. gesture like I'm a growing tree. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like Rites of Spring or Sunny Day Real Estate. You know, left coast, right coast. Um. It's it's not it's more than the devil's tritone. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like yeah, it's like the septuplet tone. <laughs> they just keep going around. I think in hell they're just like I don't I, I have trouble grabbing these guys. <laughs> you know, it's a little on the nose. I just don't know where to land on the one. <laughs> like, I'm feeling them. This is a oh I love a song that's got like a, a slash in it. So it's like it's like two parts. It just gets you geared up. And they're very different, so it's like. It's, <laughs> so, so you're saying grammatically two, they're even expressive. Yeah. You know, so why you don't <laughs> just make two songs? Boring. I mean, it's a six and a half. It's a six and a half minute song. There's no other songs over three minutes. Obviously, this is mm-hmm. two different songs. This is a standout. They're just like, eh, just glue these together. No, because they do roll nicely, but it's just an odd choice for a song. That every album or on this every song in this album is under three minutes. Right. right Most right. of them under two. Yeah. You get your one song that's over six minutes, and it's what are you it's doing? a slash this song ver- slash this song. Is it a cover involved? What's the name of it? What Revulsion, are the names? Revulsion. Yeah. Which I think. Uh, no, we passed. We passed the uh, uh, love kiss. thing. Was yeah, the yeah. Uh, the kiss yeah. one. I don't know if this is a conversation, cover. Is it? dude. I just can't wait to listen. Do to you this know thing. something I don't know about this track? Is there a cover in here? I, I do not. <laughs> I do. Okay, back to my sweet <laughs> slash talk. Okay, Revulsion <laughs> slash 
No, we... hang on. Let me look over my drops to see how to get this. <laughs> Do it. Launch us into it. I absolve you. Oh, God, thank you. Revulsion slash we reach. You'll know. You'll know. On us. Tomorello, I see you. Which well, just another bomb track. How do you make that shit? With a shaker. And a shaker. And a shaker in there. <laughs> I get a shaker and tweaks heavy, man. Oh, these guys are off the gas. This is gas, gas hopping music yeah. for sure. What everything sounds like when you have gas right there. Little nitrous too. <laughs> yeah, tight down. as fuck, dude. What's up, down? <laughs> What's up, Pantera? I see all of you. And again, playing slow is not fucking easy. Yeah. And they they're living down there. They just it's, it's like a comfort zone. <laughs> they just keep re-upping with and we'll go back to some sludge right here. <laughs> How slow can you go? It's the opposite of the speed arms race that was happening in the guitar solo world of the late eighties. Yeah. It's the exact opposite now. Have you heard a guitar solo yet on this uh -uh. album? Not a big fan of them, apparently. One of the loudest bands I've ever seen in my life, for certain. For not being a lot of them. Kind of in that Dinosaur Jr. vein. Yes. Again, this is undertow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for certain. This is like, did I say this? <laughs> yeah, did I did I use this metaphor already? Is this is this the look? This is, is the lookbook from Hodorowski from Hodorowski's Dune. It's that book from Hodorowski's <laughs> Dune that disappeared, but like some every movie has like a little piece of it in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope That's you use that, and I hope it didn't get cut out in our sound garden. Might have been. Again, cream rises to the top. Jared, Hodorowski's losing it. <laughs> you, you can't, are you still, are you up with Quinn? Oh. With Dune Talk? Um, I haven't heard, but yeah, he's not feeling. He he's already dismissing the new Dune movie he's because he's he's he can't handle somebody else realizing. Oh, Hodorowski, yeah, yeah, Quinn's yeah, yeah. not. Yeah, oh, no, no, Quinn's on board. Yeah, Quinn's on board. Oh, and I think we just turned the corner into We Reach. Let's keep it going. I mean, how do you split that shit, man? So nice. That's where the slash mark is. Right there. On that, that simple hit was the slash mark. Uh, 
to the guitar, bass, and drums is confident in that time signature. Yes, in that slow BPM. No you know, on every single one. There's no clams on this thing, man. <laughs> no Pro Tools. <laughs> they straight up played this. Straight and when you go see them live, they straight this up play this. They sound like this. Yeah. Oh, man. What I wouldn't give to go see them right now. Right? Yeah. Once again. And that was the best part. Is They they play around here a bunch, dude. Oh, if you're not seeing the Melvins around here, you're just trying not to. Right. It's an embarrassment of riches around these And parts. it's embarrassment of you because you can't be too cool to not go see the Melvins when you get a chance to go see the Melvins unless you've just seen them a whole bunch and you're like, I'm not going. I'm a little Melvin I, I went last year. I went last month. I have a real foggy memory, Chris, of seeing them. Did the Melvins ever play the Georgetown uh, thing? <clears throat> I got a foggy memory too, Jared. Let's not get into what we do and do not remember in our past. It's like a sub-pop concert. They were never outside. Oh, Mud Honey did. Yeah. Lucan. Lucan, <laughs> Lucan, was, Lucan was up there. <laughs> Jugan with Lucan. Shows you how to play soccer. Um, <coughs> may you all live long enough to have fuzzy memories of, of Melvin's concerts. It's no blessing my grandfather used to say. Now had singing to the mix. Father, I want to kill you. <laughs> he does with his vocals there um, what Eddie Van Halen does with his guitar. is where it's panned to one side, but all the reverb and echo goes to the other That's ear. That's what's making that sound it's or that effect. Yes. And it's, oh, okay. It was it's tough a good to put one. my finger on there. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good move. <laughs> this is fucking Mark Deuteronomy uh, knows what the fuck's yes, up, dude. Yes. Like <laughs> he, guy. Artiste. I see I you, I Mark. <laughs> artiste. Um, that was, yeah, Revolution slash We Reach. This is stuff Around. that Brendan would never even come close to trying with us when we were in studio with him. And I really think it choked <laughs> that album. There, I said it. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> uh... Dead dressed. I love that ride. <laughs> Anytime that ride comes at the end of a fucking phrasing is the best. Sean Kenny was a big fan of that. Huge fan of that dude. You think he was listening? <laughs> Pick attack. Yes. That pick attack is nice. Okay, 
regardless of how they're playing, no records sounded like this no. in 1988, 89. Not until Undertow. You could have a crazy weird dude who <laughs> mixes things like an artist album. would do it. Yeah. Right. The mi- yeah, that song. Is spe- do, do, I do, definitely do, hear do, that. Do, 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 do. You got me there. Yeah, I definitely hear that. That's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, Deuteronomy, man. <laughs> Way to go. Dude, Deuteronomy is killing it. The, the <laughs> right? book of Deuteronomy was all kinds of was, prophecy. And I think you're right, man. The Hodorowski, um parallel. This is uh, a nexus. This is the solar plexus of something. <laughs> the upstream. So we pray, my Lord, for you to die. It stands its ground to sustain my love. The explanation of the temperature. To sing like that, the and to really just own it step into it and lean into it the way he does i fuck there's guys that don't pull that that you can tell they're not giving it the and it's a little performative yeah um he's putting something on there but he's doing it whole (laughs) just fucking whole loaf right there yeah iggy pop doing it a little bit whole loaf didn't have the range this guy has though he tonally no, he's Buzz actually, is coming through loud and clear as yeah. much as he wants you to and as much as Deuteronomy wants you to hear. That shit's all on purpose. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Because he's he's getting out there. I gotta. I want to call this out, though, that ride, because we've been talking about that ride. Yeah. That was a two-handed attack right there. Diggy, 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 diggy. Diggy, diggy. Yeah. 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 Fun as hell. <laughs> One of the funnest things. Hmm. All right, Cranky Messiah. This is a minute and a half, not even one minute, 27 seconds, which should be just long enough for me to make this highball. That's <laughs> nice. It's also how long it took Jesus to fucking flip the tables over at the fucking money exchange at the Fuck temple. out of here. Yeah, a minute and a half. Damn. Cranky. <laughs> it's like that. I hate you. Hit play before you make that highball, bro. Stepping. I got your back, bro. <laughs> um, are you more disappointed than you were when their last album came out? And speaking of Tool. Yeah, I listened to their last album once. Um, I think I gave it two or three. I'm, 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 I'm some point, I'll give it a shot, but we, we've covered this where they hit that point for me where it's just like, yeah, I'm glad you're putting out more stuff. I'll get to it. Yeah. And uh, I imagine I'd get to that point with the Melvins because they got so many albums. Sure. I'm... I don't listen to them that much, though. I've seen them live, blown away. Seen Big Business, blown away. And, yeah, a uh, local band, by the way, who, once they moved to L.A., then they joined the Melvins, but they're from Seattle. Yeah. Big Business. 
is it the Melvins with big business yeah. and then they play together. And they're just the Melvins, and, but and yeah, they like get you, see, you see them, but are you really gonna? I mean, only the most hardcore of hardcore will keep up with 36, 40 albums, whatever they got. Right, right. And it's awesome. And they're they, out there. They've jumped labels many times. Yeah. You know, they, they, this is a fucking, I imagine they're all doing fine for themselves. It's a working band. And it seems like they, once they started producing, it just, well, I hope they save because this has been a motherfucker of a year for touring bands. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, you, sorry. <laughs> Debbie Downer on that thought. I just had to just say a little prayer for the Melvins. All right. So let's hope that they go be all right. I think that, I, think I don't know how many kookaroos right. they got, but yeah. You know, I think they have less kookaroos than most. I I got nothing. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea what they're earning. They're working. Oh, they're, they're fucking, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You think that last song was short? They only get shorter from here on out. This next one. This is very close to my heart. It's one minute seventeen seconds long. Claude, Claude, which is what I call my aunt Claudia when we're being familiar. And I'll hit her up on Texas. Yo, Claude. Irish up that coffee, Claude. Rush. Oh, so you wanted to nod your head to this song? Yeah. And they do, and you can, but to record this, they have to be on this internal metronome that they're all plugged into that yeah. it's just, you can't. Yeah. You can't see how the sausage is made in this one. Mm-mm. You just know that it tastes good. You can't see the wires. I think uh, Dillinger Escape Plan took this approach, but we're like, we could do it twice as fast. <laughs> right. songs do sound like existential crisis <laughs> yeah he's going through it you feel for him I like the way they double time the outro there yeah <laughs> but almost they, as fast as a they, real song yeah and they did it in half the time that you normally would <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's fractal uh, but, songs are like fractals but really they, they said everything they needed to say yeah um uh, do you, you guys want to go back through that? Nah, we're good. Yeah. Next song. Since that six-minute song, I'm just looking back at the playtimes here. Since that six-and-a-half-minute song, uh, Revulsion, we reach. Every song has been progressively shorter. <laughs> All the way to the end. Up to My Small Percent Shows Most, which is the final song on this album. This Actually, is it? There's a there's a bonus oh, track oh, that if oh. you bought the CD in the 80s, you got... Mm-hmm. Which I'll get to, but it, as it stands, on uh, this time canon. on the next episode, we've got you a bonus <laughs> CD track. We're not just doing the tape this time. Bonus. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a cover, and covers are fun. My small percent shows most. Is it of the forest by the cure? I wish. Right. I wish. I Soundgarden did that already. My small percent shows most. That sounds dirty, like a little bit. My small percent shows, shows most. most. <laughs> also, it's a tongue twister. It is tough. So, 
Thanks for making me say that. That also works on, the on internet two levels buzz. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everybody. percent shows most and we just gave it to you in its entirety that was the most too man that like i said that's the end of the album proper if you will mm -hmm. but if you got the cd when cds were still fairly new in 1988 89 yeah. it was not it was like some new shit um you got you would get extra things like uh songs <laughs> at the end <laughs> of course for your for your album yeah like uh OU812 I remember was one of the first albums I remember if you got the CD then you also got uh, a political blues okay okay which like you only got on the CD so if you had the Melvin's CD the compact laser disc you got this cover of the car song Candy O and if you know the song Candy O it's a very up-tempo jam so it, yeah. right away you're like huh <laughs> so I'll just let it be. song could sell stereo equipment <laughs> that's pretty close to the original bpm too i mean yeah. this is like this is speed metal for them <laughs> did they get faster as, as, as later on did they start throwing in any kind of real no, as heavy, far as i know no stuff? yeah I, I don't know that plus this is a great car song if you know that the original is very new wave and very cool Ooh. Very faithful cover, actually. Yeah. It, this is right in line with Helmet doing Bjork's Army and Me. Were they on the forefront of the uh, the Cars covers? Because I know uh, the Pumpkins did yeah, the, the Cars cover, didn't they? Yeah, but uh, Pumpkins in 89, where, when did Gish come out? Somewhere around there? Maybe a little bit later? Yeah. Which one did the Pumpkins do again? I don't remember what they did. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just came out with a new album, though. Man, I, I feel like they did a Cars cover, but I can't think Maybe. of it right now. No, they did Here in My Car. You're All I Got Tonight? Here in they, My Car. <laughs> that's Gary Newman. I know. <laughs> I know that. Why wouldn't I know that? Um, wow. So, I, I mean, that's a 
that was worth plunking down for a CD right there. Yeah. And that was about half of the, <laughs> that's about <laughs> half, that's half a cover version. Cause I think the original candy O is much longer, but they, they cut it down to Melvin's size. I think there's ways to buy this album where you get like another 16 tracks. Oh, yeah, they tack on one of the, like a previous album. Yeah. Back when he used to get like the super <laughs> saver double cassette and they put it on the 90 minute cassette where you could put an album on each side. Yeah. Yeah. The days. He's got, the days. How many songs did these guys write? Because you think Nirvana, three albums? Yeah. Boom. Made. They're made. Yeah. These guys have done ten times that. Ten times that. And we're, we're a little concerned. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to say they're doing better than us. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. I think obviously. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> if you have a good year and a half to devote your life to like listening to all their music, you could do worse things in life, but yeah, at least you got to hear their second album. Which I, did we we saved the heaviest for last? Gu- guaranteed, we're closing out January on Hometown Heroes. January, where it's dark as fuck up here all day. I don't know a lot of my friends that listen to the Melvins a lot, but a few like Mazak listen to the Melvins. Mm-hmm. Fucking guy's got a great taste in music. So anything. Echable. Yeah, anything he would say, it was like, all right, check him out. So some of their songs came, especially off like Houdini and stuff, started mm-hmm. coming across my path. I wasn't listening. I I hadn't heard much off of this album prior to this album. And I, I tell you, I'm fucking elated with it. I think it was a really cool um, fucking ending to this. I mean, how do you feel? How do you feel? Our, uh, I know our sum up is sucking, but how do you feel our fucking grouping for this is this good, January of Hometown Heroes? It was. Uh, I'm happy with it. I'm, I mean, thankful we had covered Allison Chains earlier in the year. Yeah. Or last year. Yeah, sure. It's been over a year. What is time anymore? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's been covered. We already covered them, so that, that right away you're knocking out like a big tent pole. Uh, so we had room. I mean, maybe do we hit the Melvins if we don't? Which is a crime in retrospect. Like that you would ever cut the Melvins out, but you know we're cutting out a lot of. We didn't get to Mud Honey. Yeah. We didn't get Screaming to Mother trees. Love Bone. They didn't have a second album, Z. unfortunately. Um, Tad. Tad. Green Apple Quickstep. <laughs> Inflatable Soul. Tenny G, <laughs> you know, Tenny G's second album. We didn't get to it. A lot of it, Quincy we Jones already spent covered, a lot of time here. We covered Hendrix's second album. We did. We nailed that. We haven't done Hart's second album though. Oh, what? Okay, all, all right. right. Okay, next year, maybe every January is hometown January. This... Right next to Jersey July. <laughs> okay, Jersey July with Withercomb. That's a thing. Hometown January. Let's uh... kick off every year. Just giving love to our. To the 206. Absolutely. Or, and the 253 a little bit. Do you think that and we... the 425, but not so much unless Queen's right. But <laughs> you know what? I, res- I respect hey. the area code battles. Listen, Modest Mouse is 425. So fuck them. <laughs> but not on this episode. Hey, fuck them on the next episode. Smoke weed every day.